0: This this is Brock and Salk. Brock Ewart is my hero. The computer just punched me in the kidney. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports. We're we going to kill you a minute. It doesn't really work that way, Sherm. This is a show that has my name on it. It kind of does. Though. Brought to you by Carter, Volkswagen, and Ballard. Now, here are your hosts, Brock Eward and Mike Salk. Hello. Hello. And I'm glad we haven't had one of those stressful moments like Sherm in a while. It's been nice to just sort of be living a calm, <laughs> calm lifestyle here at the moment. I mean, those are interesting and engaging, and people certainly tune in for them now and again. But man, uh-huh. they they eat at me like they eat at my stomach lining. Like I, I don't, I don't need too much more. Yeah, of that we're getting
1: in my old, life. Mike. We're getting is that old. what it is? Yeah, I always wondered about Graz, right? When the old Graz father would come in there mm-hmm. and be like, "Gosh," and you and I are like banging the file cabinets. I'm jumping on the wall. Right. I'm chest bumping, and he's just like, "Son, just, just simmer down. Just, just take, it, tone take it down. It, a take notch. it down." and i Like, like for Robbie too. Ray before eight a.m. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs>
0: Beacon of old school. Let's answer some questions. This is Brooklyn Socks.
2: Answer the question, jerk. Keep asking questions. Come on, I'll answer. Them. Come on, I'm here. I'm gonna answer your questions. Dang it! Answer my question. The question, jerk. Well, don't just stand there. Answer the question, jerk! All right, a lot of good stuff coming in via
0: Twitter last night. Uh, that's sort of our new way of doing answer the question, uh-huh. jerk, is uh, to kind of get them solicited ahead of time. It's a little safer that way. Uh, all right, let's see what we've got today. When is it too late to send someone their Christmas presents, and do you just wait and send it to them next Christmas? <laughs> I mean, I think mean, if you haven't sent Christmas presents by January, it's too late, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, you could turn it into like a birthday present. That's right.
0: Yeah, that's right. Hope that their birthday is not in November.
1: Maybe a New Year's present. Just thinking about you. Happy New Year. I mean, like if it's January 10th,
0: (laughs) 15th, somewhere in that range, like you've missed it. Too late. It's time to move on.
1: Okay. Question jerk. Oh, next. Oh, sorry. Next Uh, question. Three. No, 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 no. I got one for you. Okay. Yes. The three most intense moments on the radio in your 14 years in Seattle. Three most intense. Yeah, like that Sherm. Uh, Sherm's going to be on the medal stand. That was pretty. I mean, Sherm's one of the three. That was pretty intense. That was a
0: that was a pretty intense moment. Uh huh. I mean, when I kept calling Iman Iman, maybe <laughs> The guy from Alabama. I'm
1: going to say the Monday after the Super Bowl. That was loss. pretty intense. Talking that to was Pete that day. Pretty intense. Yep. That was nerve wracking a little bit. Coach gave us a little pep talk. Yeah. Before we went on.
0: Yeah, that's a good answer. I would I would put that one up there. Do
1: we have a third. I mean, where you started screaming at that scout—that was—but that was not like you just let it out on him. Oh, what the was guy, that guy? guy Nolan uh, Naraki. Nolan Naraki. was the guy. time he
3: started screaming at us about Kelnick. I don't remember that. That
1: was recently. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> nope. right. Think about the third, and then get to the. Uh, let right, we'll we'll <laughs> see what else can right. come
0: up with. I mean, when Jay punched me in the kidney, it was pretty yeah. intense. The that, text toy will let us that know a lot. The text toy, lot.
1: toy let us know if you could think of another. Moment. How about last
0: uh, earlier this week when my dad made his heel turn to become a villain? That was tough. We well, got a text about that. Dad's uh, Salk's dad is a villain, while Brock's dad is a local football hero. Who would win in a UFC-style match between the two, followed by a hot dog eating contest? <laughs> be quite the UFC battle my dad's recently had a heart attack and your dad's right. had neck surgery yes so I don't see either of them participating no. in that part of the competition
1: you know what I totally see though I totally see your dad coming into the ring like you know when the the stars when macho man would wrestle you know Bill Smith from, from <laughs> he'd have the, the singlet with like the yes. high boots and you think my dad would have his uh his athletic supporter? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Maybe. And Coach I, Mike give come Coach in Mike like Rick Flair. The, your Coach Mike gets the edge in the hot dog eating contest. Post heart attack, my dad can't eat anything.
1: Yeah, I don't think either of them are fighters anymore. No, I don't I no, don't see much.
0: that as being a very entertaining fight to watch. <laughs> uh jerks, if you had an exclusive Behind-the-scenes access. Which scenario would you choose? Caddy for your favorite golfer on Sunday of a major, be in the room when a major trade is being put together by DePoto, or be in the war room during the Seahawks' first-round draft? War room, not close. Draft, yeah. Not no. yeah, It's definitely trade deadline day for me
3: But I was going to pick anything but caddy for your favorite golf See that so
0: actually no. sounds like nerve wracking I don't Correct. want to be the caddy Now walk along with them and hear everything that they're discussing Practice rounds It'd still be cool but I, I mean like you can hear a lot of that already on Golf Channel I mean give me sitting there watching trades get done on trade deadline day That would be my ultimate
3: Brady We all said the same thing What do you say? No we
0: didn't You guys oh. said tra- uh, draft I said trade deadline Oh uh, okay I would also have to say trade deadline. That's where all the most impact things are happening at the point, at least for baseball. Thank you. Draft the war day would be pretty
1: good, but, yeah, in mean, the war room you see so much of the year's work, so much intensity. You have to figure out what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Trade, you're just trying to maybe manipulate a situation as no, we've learned I don't from think that's true. as There's we've learned situations. from Jerry, those things are usually years in the making with a with a conversation Stop. here, a conversation you're there. All kinds of conversations Nowhere with where teams teammates near out there. the intensity of that war room. All right. Not close.
3: Wait, can I I wanna know the answer to this one? The 206 wants to know, Brock, who at the station not named Michael Bumpus could catch your hardest thrown ball from 20 yards away?
0: Ooh.
1: Ooh. I know who he used to be. Ooh. I mean, 20 yards starts to stretch it, so that's not bad that intense. Make it 10. 10 yards pretty intense. Uh, Wyman. Wyman's got, you know, Wy- Wyman would stick his that's face. He, w- he wouldn't care. The guy's like lived with broken bones in his wrist, torn do knees. It. Bob? Bob plays a lot of softball, right? Yeah. Bob's got a pretty good hand. eye. The answer used to be Paisley. Yeah, he Paisley could catch Paisley had it.
0: great uh, hands and yes, had no did. problems catching Brock, even when he would yep. zip it at him. Yes, he did. I walked away. No, thank yep. you. No part of I don't need any of that.
1: I value him. The bones of I, my I saw a great tweet last night. Answer the question. Your question via tweet last night. Yeah. That asked the four of us. Justin's out of, out, of the, out of the country, but the four of us, if we were a breed of dog... Yeah, I got that one on
0: here. What breed would we be? <laughs> That's such a great question. It also added in Russ and Gino, as if they were part of our show. No, no, no. no. Just the four of us. What breed of dog would each of us be? <laughs> I mean, recently, I feel like I've been a lot like a basset hound. Definitely gaining weight, <laughs> sleeping most of the day.
1: I could see that. Yeah. yeah I could
0: see that. That's some Justin? serious basset tendencies.
1: What's Justin. I want I'm to say golden of, retriever. Yeah, so social, right? Like a golden. so nice.
0: Yeah, I'd say golden retriever, You'll yellow go golden, lab. Okay, Justin. Okay, Mora.
3: They're Mo- probably like my <laughs> least favorite kinds of dogs, but I feel like I'd want to be one of the ones that people like pamper, really, like a like a poodle like or a poodle. chihuahua or something. You get taken everywhere and like hand fed. I was thinking of you like a saluki.
0: <laughs> Or, uh, or like an Afghan hat, like one of those really tall, like a Saluki. <laughs> you ever seen a Saluki? I was thinking wiener dog. Afghans like really like long,
1: moms. really Mora? long fingers, yes. like long.
0: <laughs> Our guy Simeona just got a little wiener dog. Did he? Yeah, he named it bogey. <laughs> yeah. All right. What am I? Not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> More of a hammerhead shark. I think we've already gone over that. Come on, that's old, tired, be better
3: What's the, what's the most athletic, uh, like Eh,
0: eh, no. that's not that no. athletic no. He's ah! more of a Mastiff <laughs> Kind of Mastiff-like <laughs> yeah. One of those Neapolitan Mastiffs So I go with for Brock uh, jerks! How shocked? Speaking of Brock, how shocked are you to find out that Brock's potato onion soup recipe is literally the recipe presented in the back bo- the no, back no. of a box of Watch onion soup
1: mix? Watch your mouth! I've it got is the not. tweet. It's got a picture of it. I add garlic. I add olive oil.
0: <laughs> what's wrong with I, using
3: recipes on the back I, of the I, box? Nothing.
0: I, but when Brock brags about it as if it's an old family recipe,
1: <laughs> yeah. and it's literally just what's on a Lipton box. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. I take the apple core cutter I do it you know, you go oh, next right. level Sorry yes,
0: yeah, That is next level Thank you Using the core cutter Wow Thanks uh, Jerks After the first episode of Full Swing Does it affect your Spieth-like ability factor? No No, Jordan was great mm-hmm.
3: What would it take to affect your love of Scandal, obviously yeah, It enough. would take
0: some sort of major scandal And even then I'd probably just believe that he was, you know, innocent <laughs>
3: He's being framed.
0: I would probably think that he's being framed.
1: Just huge generalization. Uh, Obviously, major generalization. But I did walk away from that thinking golfers much more like baseball players. Keep it simple, stupid. Because it is such a... Game of failure. Difficult game, right? Right. And so competitive and the line is so fine that it's not like, oh, speed, sprint and power, strength, the athleticism, all agility, all these things yeah. like can differentiate and separate that. It's actually they just try to keep it as simple as possible. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's very true. Justin Thomas's dad comes off looking great. Honestly, that that was my favorite part of the first one was seeing his relationship with his dad. But he and Jordan going back and forth and pulling pranks on each other playing together and having fun and talking trash. It was pretty fun to watch. I definitely recommend Full Swing if you got it. All right. There you go. That is uh, Answer the Question Jerk, a uh, little Thursday version of Answer the Question Jerk today. so says,
3: sulk a basset hound still has a purpose. You're more of a pug. And Homer, oh, in Alaska,
0: whoa, whoa. Homer in Alaska. Whoa! Homer in Alaska just sent me a
3: picture, and instead of a dog, it's a sloth with like crazy long bony fingers.
0: Uh, that's mean.
4: Yeah,
0: that's not nice. I told people, I really did more. I told them in the in the tweet not to make fun of your fingers anymore. That it was right. rude, right. and quite frankly, I thought a little inappropriate. So I, I asked people to stop. I'm really surprised that it hasn't worked. Oh my god, that sloth finger is bizarre.
3: Those things are.
0: Yeah, I don't want to see hope that I ever don't again. Look like that. I don't even think that's a sloth. That's a. What is
3: that?
0: I don't know. That's the type of thing that's going to haunt my dreams. <laughs> I don't want to see that thing ever again. All right. We got uh, some rank to do coming up here in, what, 35 minutes or so. Uh, we got everything you need to know next. It's Brock and Salk, Seattle Sports on 710. Need to know.
1: 15 minutes past every hour with Brock and Salk.
0: Here's what you need to know. I'm first, do you see the picture of the saluki mora that somebody sent in for us? It's a pretty good call. It definitely is a tall, graceful, long limbed kind of a dog. I think it's a good fit for you. Is that right. For me, no, that was for Morris. Oh. sort of saluki like the pictures oh. of catchers, uh, regardless, are all there, Brock. They're in Peoria and uh. That's not the only story, unfortunately. Taylor Trammell going to have surgery to repair a broken hammock bone in his right wrist. Bad news for him, and I'm sure that'll be a bit of a challenge. Uh, we just talked to Jerry Depoto and Robbie Ray, both today. Robbie said he's working on a new pitch. Jerry confirmed uh, that it's a that it's a. Uh, oh, uh, wait, we're not supposed to say. Except Jerry already kind of told us to. Splitter, sorry. Sorry, Robbie. It's a splitter. The word is out. People are going to know. He's throwing a split-finger fastball uh, to complement his other pitches. But I think that's pretty exciting. I think that's very cool. Yep. So is the Goober. I think he's –
1: I think Logan Gilbert's working on that one as well. So this guy's always working, always adapting, never settling. And I think the story today for me – and yesterday it started with Colton Wong. Great conversation with him. Continue with Robbie. On to Jerry today. And I'll just continue to beat this drum – and it's the secret sauce, man. It's a, it's the stuff that yeah, it's not just Mike Sweeney tickling Ichiro. Right? It's actually guys making fun of one another. It's mm-hmm. guys wanna spend time with one another. It's guys that live with each other. It's And that's when you know you've got a vibrant, healthy clubhouse. That's when you know the culture is going in the right direction. And hopefully you can build upon a playoff experience from a season ago.
0: Good uh, text from Matt in Oregon. Brock's a Husky. If you don't exercise him enough, he gets mischievous and starts trouble. (laughs) I think that couldn't be more accurate, Matt. That's probably the best text you've ever had. Way to go. Here's the second thing you need to know. Well, this is either a huge story or not a story at all. Dave Canales, Seahawks quarterback coach, is heading to Tampa to become their offensive coordinator. If that's the end of the story, I mean, it's not nothing, but it's not exactly major news. But if he takes Geno Smith with him, it becomes a gigantic story because then all of a sudden the Seahawks are looking for a different quarterback. And even if he just provides some level of leverage for for Geno to, in his negotiation with the Seahawks, well, that's a pretty decent sized story as well.
1: It is. It's going to be a story. There's, there's no chance that it's not going to be a story. Agents are going to use this player's going to use it it's going to try to drive some level of perception behind the scenes john schneider and his staff have got to continue to be deliberate they've got to have plan a plan b plan c plan d that's part of what this offseason is big difference between the two though is one organization has 38 million of cap space one organization is 50 million over <laughs> in cap space i'll let you guess those two
0: yeah and and maybe that factors into it as they're going to have to figure out that situation but tampa may be making some deals anyway and if you need a quarterback certainly there's a relationship there now also a relationship with drew lock and certainly he's going to be a lot cheaper than than gino is so maybe that's a better
1: fit. you want vita or you, saying, uh, you want gina gino uh vita
0: yeah where do i sign up for that Here's the third thing you need to know. know. Well tough week for the pac 12 or whatever's left of it i mean brock honestly each day it feels like this gets worse and worse tv rights negotiations total mess they're looking at san diego state and smu second tier programs and now ohio state is saying no we're not even going to bother to <laughs> live up to our commitment to play a home and home to you dub that's not a great sign no
1: not good not good what was good on montlake last night the huskies beat the ducks again uh, in overtime, big win for Mike Hopkins, trying to save his job. Actually got three winnable games here at the end of the year to maybe get to 9 in 10 in conference play. We'll see if that does the job or not. But you're right. Fred McMurphy earlier in the week tweeting and reporting that CBS and Turner are out. Right? You want to talk about leverage and what you need if you're George Klievkoff and the commissioners. You want leverage. You want everybody at the table. You want Fox at the table, CBS at the table, ESPN at the table. That's how you drive up numbers. That's what the Big Ten did is it put the ceiling and put the high number on what could be. The Big 12 said, eh, we'll settle for stability. We'll settle for a whole lot less than that. But but right now, and the Pac-12 thought they would be in between those two. I, I don't know how that happens. I mean, unless you're going to go the streaming route, unless you're going to go Apple and Amazon and bring that into the equation or go full bore there, yeah, I would tend to agree with you. Perception not on the side of the Pac-12 right now.
0: In the meantime, uh, Genesis Invitational underway in Los Angeles. Bunch of guys tied at two under. Tiger playing this afternoon. He and Rory and Justin Thomas tee off at 12.04 this afternoon. So looking forward to that. Know what you're going to be doing. I think that may be part of my, my day today that has watched some of the Genesis Invitational. Uh, that's for sure. Right, you want somebody to try to watch at the Genesis? You want a totally random sure. name?
1: That's everything you need to know. That's by, every,
0: by far everything you need to know. This, is, this guy's not going to win. He's probably, he may not even make the cut. But if you want to see a really smooth swing, he's playing at the Genesis. He tees off at 1142 mm-hmm. in what I'm sure is not a featured group with Nate Lashley and Alex Smalley. Uh, nope. See if you can watch Austin Smotherman all right oh, if the you smotherman gang yeah give me an if you have an opportunity get out of Tennessee, it. right watch a little austin smotherman and watch his swing it is very very smooth nice how's okay. that there's some very there's nice. some uh deep cut golf for you brock the type of thing i'm sure you would have imagined
1: 12 13 years ago just out of curiosity yeah. uh outside of austin smotherman thank you for that uh how long did he think robbie ray was going to keep his pitch secret I mean, just with right. all the technology and like first spring training it game. It made it 50 minutes.
0: Because <laughs> I spoke to reporters down there. I saw Divish and Daniel uh-huh. Kramer and them. And they were all like, yeah, Robbie's got
1: a new pitch, but right. he's not saying what it is. I mean, bless Jerry his heart. just blurts it right out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Because it's going to come out. It's going to come out in, like, two is. weeks in his we first outing. It's that
3: you guys right. can't keep a secret already. Now we know Jerry <laughs> nope. can't either.
0: Right. Nope. Yeah. Well, that's why we get along so well with Jerry. Like, none of <laughs> uh-huh. us can keep a secret, and so we're all uh, bonded together. All right. Brock, I got to know. Doomsday scenario or no big deal? It's next. Brock and Salk, Seattle Sports on 710, com. You're listening to Brock and Salk,
3: powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio, On Seattle
1: Sports, and the Seattle Sports app. You love me. You love me. Why? You just do. I could tell.
0: You just. I'm laughing. I'm laughing at everyone I know. I love when people live up to their brand. Do you know what I mean? I love when people are on brand, when you know yes. exactly what you're going to get out of them yeah. and then you get yep. it. So, you asking Brady Bones, yeah. who's, uh, uh-huh. who's working with us this week, next week, and the week after, as Justin is uh, off exploring the sound of music in Austria, and uh, then we'll all be down at spring training. Uh, Brady's in here kind of hanging out in, in his place. And of course, Brock starts asking him his questions and then digs right into like, not just how tall you're, like, hey, how much what? weight you carry him <laughs> It's not a hidden thing. I mean, if you saw me in person, you'd be like, yep. It's not that. It's just the way Brock asks you. What? It's just just the predictability of Brock asking you that. And then I got more predictability for old school Brock and Salk fans. I sent a little tweet to Brock and Kyle uh, that says the Sister Jean media tour is about to go nuclear. Her memoir drops on February 28th. And Kyle, of course, who hates Sister Jean, hates her. Sad. Absolutely despises her. Says her appetite for fame is insatiable. It's sad. <laughs> you know what? I'm with Kyle on this one, though. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to go on a booked media tour? How sure. old is she now?
1: Doesn't she make the media come to her? I mean, you better do it sooner than later. I mean, oh, she's, in 90s. I she's in her nineties. Kind of I know, late i I'm
3: with you guys because I just don't side with nuns no matter what. I went to Catholic school and they were mean. <laughs> <laughs> Brady's she's, nodding.
1: She is definitely an attention-seeking. Sorry, seeking Rocky nod. might
3: be the only one on yep. Sister Jean's side here.
1: Yep. I, yeah, I've you been on her, her side. Oh yeah, absolutely. She's a brand. Pure. Loyal of Chicago. I mean, yeah, she's not out there playing, but she's right there. She, she's helped to elevate well, them.
0: I think at this point, she's not even just right there. She is that. She is more important and bigger than their entire basketball program. Oh. She's really ridden the fame as far as it would take her. All right. Uh,
1: so speaking, is Sister Jean doomsday or <laughs> I don't know. nothing? Yeah. Is it a doomsday story? I was or talking nothing? about
0: doomsday earlier. Do you know about that? I don't know. Do people know about the doomsday clock? Is that something no. people know about? Do you know no. about that? Like, Did you know about that before now? In no. 1945, I think it is, a group of scientists, including Albert Einstein and Oppenheimer, etc., created. There it is, yes (laughs) You can tell it's doomsday They created the doomsday clock once the atomic bomb had been sort of invented To show like how close the world was to annihilation Oh, okay Right, and it's like as close as it gets to midnight That's how close we are to blowing up the world and ending the world That's the whole idea of the doomsday clock And right now it's at 90 seconds to midnight For whatever I don't know how to rank that I don't know where that like fits in terms of where it started versus where it is now But I was reading that it's actually the closest it's been to midnight ever. Wow. Even during the Cold War, it was never as close as it is right now. I think between Ukraine and global pandemics and 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 various things are happening, yeah. Spy balloons and whatnot. UFOs. UFOs, yes. Uh, So, toxic chemicals. All of those things. You name it. Yes. So, all of that uh, has, has the doomsday clock at 90 seconds. But the thing about the doomsday clock is it's constantly in flux. It's constantly moving based on all of the events that are going on in the world. And I was thinking about that in regards to my own Geno Smith meter, which is trying to figure out how likely he is to return. It started at 80 percent and then it was down in the 30s. And then last week it was up over 50. And after seeing Dave Canales, quarterback coach for the Seahawks, go to Tampa, I'm going to drop it just below 50, percent, somewhere in the like 45 to 48 percent range right now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that he returns. Yes. Forty five percent that he stays.
1: Yeah, I, I think that this is a factor. I'm not gonna be hot take guy and say, Oh, he's gone. I'm not gonna follow your buddy uh, on Twitter, uh, Baker I'm sorry, Baker Bradman. <laughs> I'm, I'm, he was super excited about the he, shout out yesterday he was so that's back-to-back shout outs baker and then i now f- c- come around I thought about I, becoming a brand pretty soon he'll be on a media tour like sister gene he's like yeast he's blowing up i mean he's just he's a big deal <laughs> he's on the rise oh that, my god <laughs> that, that was a good one by you yesterday i didn't catch it on the intake oh, but really? i No, it's one of those things like flow that i got to just see it written down <laughs> and, and then it hits uh-huh. me that florida flow okay yes. yeah yeast baker well done I'm not, I'm not going to just jump aboard and say, "Yep, now gino has gone." He's absolutely following Dave Canales. Here you go. Look at him. They're all they're tied at the hip. I mean, it's just nothing but a love fest on Twitter between those two guys, tweeting at one another, celebrating one another, and it was a cool accomplishment. Dave Canales had been with Pete for a long time. He'd been with him at USC. He's he's come up. He's an analyst and and behind the scenes and coach receivers. Done a little bit of everything. And last year he was QB coach in a year where they were supposed to be rebuilding, right? In a year where geno smith is your core geno smith is your qb yeah geno smith pro bowler put some put some respect on his name and those two work together and 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 bonded and i'm not going to say this is a zero story i'm also not going to say it's a hundred and now he's following him to tampa because we know that i think the seahawks are still in the pole position if they want to get something done with Geno. they've got cap space to get it done mm-hmm. geno wants to be here by all accounts. Pete and John want him here. By all accounts. Uh, everyone we've talked to, so, from Andrew Brandt to the odds makers in Vegas, say, yep, he's going to be a Seahawks. So why they- isn't that
0: done? and the longer it goes the, the the more likely it is that somebody else gets into this and says all right the number 5 rated free agent might be available and in this case Tampa's case they say hey we've got a a coaching connection and an advocate here in Dave Canales if the seahawks aren't going to pay him somebody else might I mean, that's not like, isn't that sort of how the world works? If you can't get something done when you have the opportunity to, eventually somebody else steps in. Now, maybe they will still get it done. That opportunity is not over yet. There's still a whole bunch of deadlines and free agency doesn't start. Gino can't talk to anybody else Mm -hmm. for another month. But, you know, each day that ticks by is another day that that doomsday clock gets closer to midnight.
1: Mm hmm uh my, my buddy graham the real graham um because i gave a shout out to the fake graham yesterday yeah he got on the text and he is an avid listener even down in, in away from washington now he listens on podcasts and uh, so he wanted some uh he said i've been listening uh here's my attempt at playing this the the fake graham role enough talk about gino's contract in terms of millions all that matters is percent against the cap. What cap percentage can they allocate to the QB position? And what percent do you, Mike Salk, mm-hmm. want them to allocate to the QB position?
0: Well, what with Patrick Mahomes was seventeen percent? Somewhere around there. And what, what was Gino at this year? He had seven million dollars off of a uh, what? Mm-hmm.
1: 200, 200, and 200 and some odd million.
0: Three and a half percent. Right. Yeah, I'd say I'd like to keep it under five. Is that possible? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, like, can no. you keep it under five or 10? Can you keep it under 10? Can you keep, you keep it, it under 10?
1: 10? Can you keep it under 10%? And that gives you more than enough to pay the piper but with everything But that's
0: going to be some $23 million a year, right? Somewhere in that range, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and, and that's not close. To what Gino wants, he wants forty million dollars a year. Correct. So I, I, I don't know. I struggle to see how that's gonna, how that's going to come together on a deal.
1: So I know this. I know that John Schneider's joining uh, Bob and, and Dave later today. Four Uh, o'clock. Four o'clock. Gonna do that every Thursday. By the way,
3: I I see something that says 1.6% of Seattle's salary cap last year was what Gino All right.
1: There you go. I I don't want it to be a a hair over two. Well, I think that that's what his base was, but he doubled it because he earned every incentive. So, you know, those numbers can always be a little fuzzy and move around. Here's the thing about John Schneider. He can't do what Jerry DePoto does every Thursday morning as far as transparency goes. It's, it's a different, and especially now this time of year. Right, if we talk to Jerry in June or July, I think you're going to get a, di- a different Jerry than you get in mm-hmm. in February and, and even into November and December, where he's pretty clear. Like this is what the market. They had a pretty good gauge on what the market was going to be. Right, they got into it and they knew these are, these numbers are going to be silly, and not just the the numbers, but the years on these guys for the shortstop market is going to be out of out of our range and out of what we can do. Do you think John and Pete, do you think it's at all possible, Salk, in this quote unquote lying season, mm-hmm. which has begun and it goes February through March and into the, to the draft. Do you think John can have a grasp of what the QB market really is? Mm. Do you think he can get I'm a sure grass? I'm sure that
0: John has enough friends. I mean, this is where John's sort of likability, charisma factor, I think, factors in. Because he's he
1: just, yeah, everybody likes John. But I don't think there's the unity in football that you find really? in baseball. I feel
0: like there's even more unity. These guys basically all agree on what everybody's worth, and then that's all they can get. Oh, oh, you're a tight end? Well, we've all agreed tight ends only get this. Oh, no. you're a wide receiver? Okay, we've agreed that wide receivers The franchise get
1: tags do that. The franchise, it's Andrew Branson, that's on you, the players, to get that out of the CBA, and they've not been able to do it. The franchise tag, very clearly, and that is absolutely a management tool that they Mm -hmm. use absolutely, to your point, to, to yeah, here's the market for this position, and this position, this position. And that is a bit on the players, and that's absolutely kudos to management to be able to put that in play and to utilize and leverage that. But I'm talking like even the report yesterday about Justin Fields. I mean, I'm talking about all the, like, moving levers that get involved in this market that, right? I mean, with, with, with draft picks and with trading guys and with a QB market that has totally changed since you and I started doing this job. Mm-hmm. They never left. Princess guys don't sure. leave. Didn't they, happen. They, they, no, never happened, Saul. What are you talking about? They're never going to trade Russell. Deshaun Watson's never going to leave Houston. You can't force your Aaron Rod. No, they don't leave.
0: And the reason why they are now leaving is because of the percentage of the cap, right? I mean, that's the biggest reason that any of these guys are leaving is that they got so much money. It's almost like the quarterbacks themselves kind of made this happen as they demanded and deserved mm-hmm. in some ways more and more money. And the market got got you know heavier and heavier for them. Well, this is the effect of it is that yep. now sometimes... Teams do need to make difficult decisions at the quarterback position that they didn't need to make 5, 10, 15 years ago.
1: And you can have a young guy like Joe Burrow come in and take a team from zero to a Super Bowl. And you can have Geno Smith, you know, at that position with the right coaching and the right system and the right head coach and culture and everything else, Salk, be nothing but a journeyman, nearly out of the league, turn into a pro bowler. So that position can also see a massive amount of change. In, in, in the effect and the impact it has on your team. Who are you waving at? Uh, hold what? on. I have a special Gosh. guest for you, and I'm Sheesh. bringing him into the
0: studio. Uh, you know, it's only, it doesn't happen every day that somebody just walks into our studio, right? Jay Buhner once did. He punched me directly in the kidney. It yes. hurt. He snuck up behind me. I would say that this person doesn't have quite the same strength or punching power as we might associate with uh, with Jay Buhner, but for three, we got two minutes here, but I just want to say hello it's worth it on a day like today on the first workout for pitchers and catchers to say hi
2: to Rick Riz. Hey, Mikey. How are oh, you, buddy? Good, Rick. Nice to see you. It's
4: good to see you. Great to see Mara
2: over there and Bones over there pushing all the right buttons. Yes, Brock. <laughs> yes. Brock.
1: Hey, Brock, how are you? you listen, listen to those pipes. Hey. Oh, Hi, how
2: doesn't that make work? you happy? Holy oh. cow. How can a man so big hit a ball <laughs> so soft? <laughs> what are you doing I'm here? Very Why aren't you in Arizona yet? Uh, Arlene got me here. Okay. We're going to do some commercials for Pelo okay. Windows right. and Steel and Sandberg Volvo. When do, do you head down? Uh, Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. Level of excitement is? Oh, 100%. 100%. Is there anything more than 100%? 100%. Whatever it is. I can't wait. You're at that level. Uh, Yeah. I'm all packed. The stuff is... A lot of my stuff already down in Arizona, yep. and I uh, can't wait to get down there to see so Scott, the coaching staff, the players get to know the new guys again. And I'm looking at Rick's shoes. See the sorry, great I'm
0: seeing what Rick's got on today. We know he's well, now kind of a pumas, shoe maybe. guy.
2: Yeah, he's pumas. got some Pumas, oh, some black and white Pumas. Yeah, oh, don't I hurt I yourself, to show the guys in the booth. There,
1: <laughs> just so. listen to him. Things change, Salk. You and I, we get old, right? We, you know, the entropy. You guys get old. Entropy affects us all, right? So it's it's one of the laws. It, it's it's we deteriorate. You know what doesn't change? Those pipes listen thank to that Brock. voice. Thank you, I appreciate
2: that, buddy. Uh, thank you so much. You know, I've been working on my Whoa. voice for 48 years in baseball, and it's so great to be with you guys this morning. I got my coffee here. And <laughs> thank you, Brock. Rick, oh, I miss you guys. It's man. good to see you. So thank good. you for
0: just coming in quickly to say hi. We just needed What's, people. What?
2: We got this heater on blast here. It's like That's because there's no heat in de- this room. You trying to get me ready for Arizona? When I walked in here,
0: the temperature said 58 degrees in this room. Break I needed the heater to, you know, kind of bring things up to a normal level. No, so. it's
2: great to see you guys. Good I to see you too. I can't wait to get down there. Our first broadcast is uh, February 24th against great. the Padres. It's going to be an exciting year. I can't wait. To see the new rules in baseball, no shifting, which, thank goodness, two on the left side, yes. two on the right, baseball is going to look the same again. Bigger not bases. The same. It's going to be fun. You know, I'm that. I but like the bigger bases. The pitch timer, I love. I bet you do. Speed up the game. you going to be home an hour earlier Exactly. We start at 642. <laughs> I know. 640 We're going to be done by like 8 o'clock. Yeah, and the pitch timer is trimmed off for, what, 24 minutes a game. Ricky, That's you're going to be in bed
1: place. by 1030, tucked in.
2: Oh, no, I watch Stephen Colbert. I watch his monologue uh, <laughs> at 12 o'clock. See you later, baby. All right, and Rick. the morning. We're going to see you down
0: there, not next week, but the week after. We'll be down there the week of the 27th. We can't wait. We'll have you uh, Ooh, we come on, wait. guest rank something again. Anytime. All right, anytime
2: man. Anytime you guys want to we'll talk to then. see you. Good to see, good to see you. Thank There's you, Brock. See you guys. Stopping you. by Bones. briefly
0: as the Mariners uh, have their first workout uh, today for pitchers and catchers of spring training. Uh, and it's time for us to do some ranking.
2: Got a list? Time to put it in order. Fred Dwanfor's house. Top five. Top five meals that I have ever had. This is ranked. To be honest, that list was really biased. Brought to you by Carter Volkswagen. Every morning at 9 45
0: on Brock and Saw. Yeah, top ten list. I'm not buying that.
4: Ranked. All right, we got
0: guests coming in and out of here all morning today. Uh, thank you to Rick Rick. You see why I had to uh, him yeah, in, right? wait a minute. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Wait,
3: before you start, I would just like to let you know that Rocky me home during that last break, and he wanted yep. songs for that last segment, and then he really didn't give me an opportunity to that. sounds
1: it. right. Yeah.
4: You I did the played one, one of them.
3: but the But the other one he wanted was, like, uh, the opposite, like, don't worry, everything's going to be all right, and then you were in the middle.
1: Well, you could have played that when Rick Riz walked in. You want to talk about <laughs> feel-good music? That'll pick you me up. Did the work. You should have yes. thrown it right in.
4: Yes.
0: All right. I'll tell you what. Today, uh, we didn't get to play the sound earlier, but... Um, New coach of the Arizona Cardinals, Jonathan Gannon.
1: No relation to Rich. Is that
0: true? I don't know. I think it's his son. Is it really? I think so. (laughs) I think it's his son. Anyway, he said, uh, What's up, Bird Gang? (laughs) <laughs> and tried to make it sound natural. I wouldn't say it oh, worked boy. all that well. So with that in mind, birds ranked. And since you guys were kind of lame yesterday, I've brought Darren Casey in. Our uh, wow, me? Yeah. Wow. Uh, by wow. the way,
3: no relation. I just looked it up.
0: Yeah, It's his son. Anyway, <laughs> just run with it. Hi, Darren.
4: Darren is the biggest uh, ranked fan yeah. in the building. Yeah. And I, I came across it organically, too. I just heard it once and found myself catching right. it every every week
0: well today we are doing band. birds ranked things like birdies
4: we just saw what rory did bunk it's a bunker this is impossible anything's possible that's right darren is a what is your handicap right now uh i'm at right around a three uh not happy with it actually but he's disappointed in another on the way it's kind of hard to Hard to get out He's there. He's disappointed. In yeah, in you poor thing. know oh, I'm much better than that. That's really how how uh, how many episodes of Full Swing yesterday? I, I have gotten through the Brooks episodes. Oh, over,
3: so two. So uh, yeah,
0: right. same. Very good. Uh, let's see, Brock. You got Mockingbirds.
1: Mock. Yeah. Yeah. Birds. Yeah. Bird.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eminem's Mockingbirds. Right. That's right. We've got mm. three birds. Bob Marley. Mm.
1: Really worse. Don't you worry oh every morning. Training camp. You dub the polls playing this like you wouldn't believe uh we talked yesterday
0: to um Hawaiian oh, sensation nah, Colt Wong. Yeah. Well I was gonna tell you that he mentioned Shane Victorino and that was Shane Victorino's warm-up song. Oh, was it That was his walk-up song. Nice. I was relating it back to what you just said. Oh thanks, appreciate man. Darren you like the Beatles? Love the Beatles. We got two different Beatles songs yes. on here, right?
3: Blackbird singing
0: in the dead of night. That be on there, right?
3: Take these sunken eyes and learn to see.
0: Got to have blackbird, and then also uh, oh, I got this uh, as well. Uh,
4: Not as big a song, right? There's also Norwegian Wood. True. In, in parentheses, the bird has flown. Yes. But wow. I don't know if that counts okay. I mean, I guess it could <laughs> We got Superman Three Beatles.
2: Look, up in the sky, it's a bird It's a plane It's Superman
0: Yes, yeah, so we've got two different Ice Cube songs
2: What a bird in the hand
0: That's Bird in the Hand And then, of course, you got the Ghetto Bird as well <laughs> Can you play those out a little bit? Huh? i not no, I can't play that much of it <laughs> This one, Brock. All night long the bird circled while I was eating fish and watching Urkel. (laughs) Best line in that song. That's a hot line. My Angelou Brock, do you know one of her great poems? Uh, The Crow. No.
1: A free bird leaps on the back of the wind.
0: That's right. I know why the caged bird sings. Oh. Yes. Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. The Crow. It's really? Really? Uh, the Raven. They're the Raven never Very more. closely
1: related. All right. In oh,
0: fact,
2: you... <laughs> about the bird? The bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. The bird, bird, bird. The bird is a winner. Bird,
1: I'm pretty confident bird, if I took a raven bird, and a crow, you couldn't differentiate them.
0: What do you think? You know the yeah. difference between a raven and a crow?
1: Yeah. Ravens right. wear
4: purple. <laughs> <laughs> crows are black. Crow would never nope. be a mascot. No? Of- black crows, purple ravens. Isn't that how it works? Sure. All right.
2: This the food,
1: you, you know, it's taken a week. If you, if you don't have one of these in the top five, I'm done with you. Okay. I, I've got something in my top right. five, and it better be in there. All right. Well, that's Birdman.
3: Brock, right? it's empty threats at this point. You've I said know. this before. You
1: never do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: got the movie, The Bird Cage. You got the Birdman of Alcatraz. You know that?
1: Mm-hmm. Birdman of Alcatraz. <laughs> a strange name for a motion picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Barry. Bird
0: Box. You got the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Who sings that, Darren? I don't know. All right, I oh, usually trust you on things okay. like that. Good, good job. <laughs> Glad you're in here, uh, Dennis Bird Brock. <laughs> Sure. Who was injured, of, of course. Neck, yeah. Right? You know about that. Mm. Uh, who else am I missing? Well, we got Birdman the movie as well. Right. I mentioned Birdman the person. Lady Bird. Lady Bird, yeah. the movie. And, of course, the first lady, Lady Bird Johnson. as LBJ's wife. So there's a, there's a bunch. Let me get to the top five. Number five. And, Brock, this one is specifically for you. You know who this is who took a famous psalm and turned it into a huge hit?
1: The birds, and that would be Ecclesiastes, not a psalm. Same thing. Know your Old Testament. Is that a psalm? No, it's the book of Ecclesiastes. It's not a psalm? No. Hmm.
4: All right. Glad you got that one. Had to. Is that the one that you were hoping that Uh, I definitely got? That was the one that I was going to tell Huh. No, no, I got two, actually. Nope, I got two. Number
0: four for me is Big Bird. Big Bird's got to be on here. Legendary Bird and by far the biggest of them. Follow that Mm. bird and all the other great Big Bird movies, Mm. trying to find Snuffleupagus, et cetera.
1: No. No? Way way overrated. Okay.
0: There's a tie for number two and three. Okay. I, I could not put either of these two people ahead of the other. Okay. So I'm gonna put them. Just one is Larry Bird, of course, and the other is Super. I wanted to be mm.
3: like for sure about it before I announced the retirement or did anything like that that are so like final. Yeah,
0: there's the great Super. Wow, that's Wait, three not and tied two
3: for number one.
0: The, no, no.
3: It couldn't Uh, quite make number one. I think you're setting yourself up for
4: failure
0: here. Larry
1: Legend and Sue Bird. Three, two. Is there anything I'm sure Darren
0: knows what number one is?
3: Brock's going to be done with you.
4: I I, will be done. Is there anything else you feel like I'm missing? I had a guess because I think you're a big um, Ozark fan, right? No. Oh, you're not? No. No, no. I was thinking Marty
1: and Wendy Bird. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I wouldn't have known that. Darren, have you ever seen the movie Wildcats? No. Of course. It's the sport of kings. It's true. Are (laughs) you telling me that's not number one? It's not number one. Oh, But that's a great one.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, the bird is pretty good. I was a quarterback of the team for about a week, and my specialty was the quarterback sneak. I was sacked and attacked. My bags were packed. Then I got the word in the form of the bird. You know what I'm talking about. Darren, are
3: you really glad you came in here for this?
0: (laughs) No, Brock, number one. (laughs) What song do you want to hear? What song do you want to hear? What you got?
4: Summon. Sorry. Freebird's
0: number one. Yeah. It beats out Sue and Larry. That's how great the song is. Any song that you can go to another concert not by Leonard Skinner and have half the people in the crowd shout out play Freebird gets to be number one
4: on the list of birds, right? I think it was also number one in Freeze, ranked. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't Angry Birds. What's angry? Oh, the the <laughs> stupid video You're game a thing. No. Big fan of su- iPhone games from twenty. I'm surprised 11?
1: Kyle Brown on Yeah, his hatred of birds. Yeah, big hatred, And Fear. Sister Jean. Yeah, it's been yeah. A big day for Kyle.
0: <laughs> Darren, thank you for coming by. Yeah, you bet. That's the great Darren Casey and his three handicap. <laughs> you can find him uh, all
4: across, all across Seattle golf courses. Sure. Sinking birdie putts. Right, yeah, I'm gonna go the way of the dodo bird and take off.
0: Ah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right, well, one bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. I guess it's time for us to get going. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Until then, the hay. Oh, in the bird barn. See you, everybody.